Hey guys, it's Ross, your host on Recharge, Rebuild, and Restore. Come join me every Sunday at 7 p.m. to empower people from all walks of life with life lessons, shared stories, tricks, and tips for life. Come follow me at R3NRoss. Stephen Hopkins, if you are disabled, it is probably not your fault, but it is no good blaming the world or expecting it to take pity on you. One has to have a positive attitude and must make the best of the situation that one has find oneself in. If one is physically disabled, one cannot afford to be psychologically disabled as well. It's taken from Stephen Hopkins. I never knew what strength was until I saw someone I love battle ALS, which was my husband, J.R. Lennox Lewis. I call him Jay. Someone I love needs that support. And they're going through all the time. Today, I come to talk to you about something very dear and close to my heart. As you know, for those who are, are, for, are going on this journey with me for the past few, few months, my husband passed away with ALS almost four years ago, which will be on August 1st. I am very fortunate to be able to work with the ALS of Quebec Foundation and as well to be able to go to all those beautiful meetings that they provide for us so we can learn and share and grow and have strength to support others. I also am very fortunate to speak to a young man whose name is Joseph. He have um, ALS at the age of 27 and he's battling it now for over 12 years. He is a very courageous young man. He said that he has joy before he was sad, uh, but he surrounded himself with people that supported him. He lost lots of his friends because no one was willing to, to support him or help him while he was going through and battling this disease. But his family pulled through and the ALS community as well supports him. He has three beautiful children and he is a comedian. So I want you, the audience, to pay very close attention to what he's saying because his voice box is going and he sludge a little when he speaks. So if you will do something for me and put the volume up really high so you can understand what he's saying because what he said, it was just so profound knowing that he knows what he's going through, he knows what the outcome will be and still he finds joy. He finds joy. Um, this is a hard month for me. Uh, no, Jay, you are and you were a real strong man watching you when you got diagnosed with a disease, when your hand couldn't move anymore and your feet couldn't move anymore. We was privileged enough to have a computer where you can speak to me and the children. 
and your eyes will let us know how you feel. Just having those memories. Sometimes I laugh or sometimes I smile or sometimes I cry of the joy and the pain. And uh, watching your children every single day in my home, in our home, shows me that your memory will always live on in my heart. Um, the uh, opportunity that we have to create all these amazing memories and travel the world, knowing that some people are going through the exact same thing that I've been through and, um, and don't have any sorts of community. But I was very fortunate and grateful to have a community that supported me so beautifully, they will never know what they have done for us. And I appreciate that. And knowing that, um, you, seeing you had so much joy and laughter. <laughs> I remember that, um, that last movie we watched together. And the movie was so silly, but you laughed so much in that wheelchair. We lied in that wheelchair and we watched it and laughed and and you was just so happy and I remember that like it's just yesterday, Jay. So uh, guys, please take the time to listen to this young man and um, don't forget to go to the Quebec ALS Foundation and uh, donate because some family out there needs your support just like how I needed the support and they support you in every way psychologically, physically, they take the time to listen, they share, they encourage. So I thank you so much for listening. Please like and share this um, podcast. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Next week will be something else. So stay tuned, guys. Thank you for listening. Okay, guys, I'm back. Welcome to Recharge, Rebuild, and Restore. Today, I have a very dear friend of my late husband, whose name is Joseph. So I want to welcome you to the podcast, Joseph. Yeah, hi, everybody. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, it's really my pleasure. Okay. So I know um, we'll talk about your disease, but how are you dealing with COVID right now? Uh, COVID is uh, it's, uh, a little bit hard right now. I don't really, I don't really get uh, to see uh, friends and family that much. Oh, you don't have no friends, you said? No, I don't get to see them that Oh, you much. cannot see your friends right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, uh, since COVID started, I was 
able to save a lot of money. Oh, wow. Okay. So for the audience, I'm just letting you know that the person I'm speaking to is Joseph and he's coping with ALS, the same disease. My husband passed away almost four years ago. Um, so if you hear him slurging to speak and he's speaking very slowly is the reason why. So tell us how long ago were you diagnosed with this disease? Uh, so, uh, next month, it will be 10 years. How old were you when you got diagnosed? Uh, 27. 27. And yeah. why did you go to check for that disease? What was happening to you that you had to go and look into that to know? Were you um, having symptoms when you were er in your earlier um, teenage years? No, actually, uh, it was, uh, I, I did not. Uh, have uh, any thought about ALS. Uh, the reason why um, uh, what happened actually is I went to see my doctor because uh, I had problem in my hand. I had a uh -huh. uh, problem with my grip. So I went to check the, my regular physician, and then uh, he sent me to uh, the neuro, and the neuro gave me the gave me the news. Okay, so after you, the doctor investigated, sent you to the neuro hospital, and then they gave you the news. And yeah. how did that make you feel? Man, it's like the world stopped spinning for you, but everything keeps going on. Hmm. Hmm. It's like the world stopped, especially uh, me, I was uh, starting uh, to have uh, my own, my family of my own. I was uh, going back to college. Uh, I had plans for my future. Right. Uh, so you had to plan for your future. So, um, then what happened after that? Were you in school when that happened? Were you working and then you have to change your lifestyle? Well, actually what I did is I went to school as long as I could and I worked as long as I could. So I would say I went to school um, three years after the, I kept going to school three years after the diagnosis, and I kept working four years uh, uh, after my diagnosis. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what were you doing? Uh, I was uh, uh, working. I was. Uh, uh, working as a customer service 
Okay, so he was in customer service. So he wasn't doing too much heavy work with your hands at that time. No, but a lot, a lot of standing. Uh, standing. Mm -hmm. And um, so tell the audience a little about who you are and who are you. I'm a, I'm a comedian. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're a comedian. Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, I do um, I do many representations, um, but mostly uh, my um, my shows are in French uh, because this is my my mother tongue. Okay. And um, yeah, and uh, I'm a dad of three beautiful girls. Oh, you have children as well. Yeah. Wow. What age group are they? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, my oldest uh, is uh, 13, and uh, my other one, eight, and my youngest is uh, six. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Happy yeah. to hear that. And how are the children doing? Oh, they're doing great. Awesome. Oh. Awesome. So, um, so you're a comedian. Well, we'll talk about it later in the interview. So you could maybe give us a few, a laugh How about that. Uh, um, so, and how are you surviving? How, how many years now is you have, are you um, surviving with this disease? It's been uh, 10 years. 10 but, years. Yeah, but really um, the major changes uh, really happened like four years ago. Okay, so so it's been a while. And and do you have a community support system? Yeah, I have uh, my, my family, I have my mother, my sister, and uh, I have uh, my aunties. Yeah, I have, uh, I have a few people. And there is no other community besides your family that helps you out, or just only your family, your close circle of friends is your family, your circle of friends and family that is helping you out right now? Yes. And, uh, and I have uh, the help of the CLSC. Or the ALS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, right. And what services do they give to you? Um, what is provided to you then? What services are provided for you? Uh, the services that you receive are uh, in the morning. Uh, they help me with uh, clothing, bathing, and hygiene. And uh, in the evening, they help me with uh, eating and uh, hygiene. Uh, that's uh, mostly it. Okay, so you have your community that helps you to take care of your personal hygiene. Yes. So are you very mobile at this time? Do you have any mobility or are you just... Um... Uh, yeah, I do have uh, um, a good mobility with my legs. Mm -hmm. 
uh, audio book, but and it's hard for me to uh, to use my upper body. Uh huh. Uh huh. So you can use your lower body, but not your upper body. Yeah. Right. And um, then, and then, how is your family coping with you battling the ALS right now? Uh, they are, uh, uh, I can see uh, some of them are worried. Uh, they are worried uh, because uh, uh, things are progressing. Uh, right. uh, but they do their best to not show that to me. So are you, would you say that things are progressing faster than before or slower? Uh, it, it, I would say it's the same. The but, same. Uh, yeah, but um, now it's more of it. More aggressive. And how do you feel about that? Um, I... Uh, I don't feel. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't hear it. Repeat it one more time. Yeah, no problem. I don't feel any type of way it was okay. expected to be. So I, I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. So, so right now you don't feel a way. You accept it, accepting the ALS to do where it is and what it's doing to your body right now. Yes. And do you have peace with that? Is there, do you have a peace with that? That you know that's what it will be and um, you have no worry to say that um, about your children or your family? No, I'm not peace with it. Um, uh, for me, it's, uh, it was uh, to be expected and uh, and uh, I can't, I can't live uh, in the past too much. Right. Not living for the past. You're just living for the future. Yeah. Well, how, how, how would you say your children feel about? Because they know. Have you spoken to your children about the disease and what could happen to you? And knowing that you. Something can happen that you cannot have a voice box anymore. What What do you think about that, and how do you think your children would feel about it? And have you spoken to them about it? Yeah, I've uh, spoken with them a little bit about it, and it brings them a lot about the fact that um, I might go, uh, I, I might die uh, of the sickness. But uh, what I tried, uh, what I did to them, with them, I think, uh, it, um, I got them psychiatrists uh, so they could better understand um, what, what it is to have a family with uh, disease. Mm -hmm. So what fun things do you do with the girls? Oh, we, we love uh, going to the park. Uh, 
and uh, we love uh, going to the movie theater. Hmm. And uh, we go often to the library. Oh, okay. So they love to read? Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and why do you think that it's a need to let your children know the disease and what you're going through? Don't you think, would you say they're too young to know? Or do you think it's the right time to tell them? And how old were they when you told them about the disease? They, they, they always knew because uh, uh, they knew I was different, but they didn't know why. Uh, because they could see their friends and family, and they could see their mother as well, and they saw I was different. But, uh, I we we talked about it like about a year ago. No oh, wow. And, um, I'd rather i rather have them knowing right now than me gone and not knowing exactly what happened. Okay, so you're giving them all the information that he needs to know so they're prepared to know that whatever happens, they have an idea what was going on beforehand. Yes. Right. And do you think, why do you think uh, the, the audience need to hear your story? Why? Because my story is not a, a sad one. Repeat it one more time. I didn't hear what you just said. Yeah. My story is not a sad one. Uh, it's not a sad story. It's okay. a story of life. It's a story of joy. Um, it's a story of fulfillment. That the fact that I'm doing things, even though it's more complicated and more difficult, but I do things that I truly love. It's a, it's a story of uh, compassion because mm -hmm. I do have. Uh, uh, I do have uh, a lot of, um, uh, how can I say that? Uh, I do have a lot of, of, um, of um, a, a lot of love for the people around me and helping me in in my everyday activity, and uh, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So you, you have joy, you have love, you have empathy, and you are happy. You don't feel you're cheated of anything. No, it's just, it is a part of life. Life, I don't want to, uh, to um, 
I don't want to linger about possibilities that might have never come. Possibilities that if if I wasn't this way, now that kind of uh, thinking, it's only it's only gonna hurt you more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that um, thankful I am thankful of what I have today. I'm thankful of the people around me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm thankful that I can I get to see my daughters uh, growing so fast. Yeah, grow fast. Yeah, they grow very fast. That's right. They don't stay small forever. That's for sure. <laughs> mm. Mm. So, um, what do you do for fun? Uh, I do read. I do read a lot. Um, whenever it's possible i go uh, i go see a uh a, a comedy show okay and uh, and yeah i like to uh, i like to uh, watch sports as well you love to watch sports yeah what kind of sports do you watch? Uh, uh, anything with uh, physical contact, like uh, football, hockey, mm-hmm. or even uh, uh, fighting as well. <laughs> okay, so which is your favorite hockey uh, uh, team? Oh, not all. And for basketball, what's your favorite team? Oh, wow. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm so happy to hear that. Through all that you're going through with this ALS disease, that you find joy and you find peace and you have empathy and you have kindness in your heart and you are surrounded with your family and your children. And through all that, you have joy where you can go and make others feel happy. So that's beautiful. That is wonderful to hear that you are coping so well with this disease. I truly um, believe it's uh, the, the way to go forward. Repeat it one more time. I wasn't, it wasn't yeah. clear. I truly I believe it's the way to go forward. Right, right. So you go forward by being happy in your own self. Yes. Great, great. And how can the audience find you? Um, I have, uh, I have uh, Facebook. I have Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And are you on Facebook as well? Uh, I'm sorry. Are you on Facebook as well or just Instagram? No, Facebook and Instagram. 
Okay, so you're on Facebook and Instagram, so the audience can find you if they need to. And what's your name on Instagram? Repeat that one more time. Yeah. So they can find you there. So on this um, podcast, I always ask a question to the audience in the end. And he says, with the three R's, which will you say is your season right now? Recharge, rebuild, and restore. Which R will you take from that three? I would say rebuild. Rebuild. Why so? Uh, because um, um, I, I had so many tribulations in the past and now I'm I'm in the I'm in healing mode. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm trying to heal myself and mm -hmm. to be a better person going forward. Hmm. Okay, rebuild. Yeah. Rebuild. That's a strong one. Rebuild. So, what was in the past? Was it a, a trauma or was it um, disappointment? What was in the past that had to cause you to rebuild? Uh, disappointment. Disappointment. Okay. Yeah, you want to elaborate on that? Uh, yeah. The reason why is um, um, with the disease. Uh, many people, many people left my mm -hmm. life. Uh, so uh, I lost uh, friendships, and uh, and I have to understand it's it's not me. It's more about them. How to cope my reality. Mm, mm, mm. So because of your disease, lots of friends left because they didn't know how to cope with your disease. Yes. And it saddened your heart to know that they could not cope with it, so they walked away. But you know what I've learned over the few years? That sometimes good friends will stay forever, no matter what. And those that was just there for a moment, they was there for the season to help you and to guide you and to teach you a lesson. So then you have to continue to move on. And even you will even get better, better and stronger friends that will support you and, and is, walk yeah. you to the finish line. Yeah, that is very true. Mm -hmm. It is. It's the truth. It's the truth of that. So usually I ask the audience in the, I ask usually my guests in the end, either they want to sing a song or they want to give a talk to the young people because I know you're you are young at heart. Um, how to deal with this disease if for God, God forbid that they have to go through this season in their life of um, being diagnosed with ALS. 
or you can do a comedy. And seeing that you have so much to share, I guess you can share both. You can talk to a young person or a parent or a father that is going through the exact same thing like you and just want to have hope and have joy and have um, peace within their own heart, knowing that no matter what they're going through, there's always the right people that comes into your life to help you and to support you. And they could make it in the end. Oh, yes. Definitely. Um, I would like to tell people uh, that, that it's going through a hard time. Uh, every day it's a small victory. And every new day it's, it's uh, a new possibility. Amen. I truly believe that nothing is, is set in stone, meaning that um, you might have bad news. Like myself, I was told that I have a fatal disease, but um, I don't believe that the fact you are given bad news should um it should affect the ability of who you are we are um you are even though a hard time comes you are still loved you are still appreciated and uh, and uh, good times will come as well uh, it is a part of life yeah. well said thank you so much Joseph for sharing your thought with the audience we appreciate that so you want to do something lighter and give us a funny joke or do some comedy before we um well, Before I, we leave, I, I, <laughs> the thing is, I, I do comedy in in French. It's okay. Go ahead. Do something in French. It's fine. All right. Um, I would like to say that um, my my um uh, I get a certain. Uh, the name is uh, 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 Assistant
Merci. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Thank you so much, uh, Josie, for taking the time to spend with me this afternoon to um, talk to to the community about ALS. As I've told them many times, and we are trying to do a virtual run as well on the 27th of June for ALS to support uh, people like you that are still going through the disease and still finding joy and peace and enjoying the little things in life. So I, I pray you continue to shine and I work on your committee com with, uh, with your children and just have fun and just enjoy life because truly it's, um, it's a journey. And as long as you take the time to, to appreciate where you are in the season of your life, um, you surely will have joy as always. So I thank you so much for, for this evening. And I pray and hope that we can see each other um, throughout the summer if possible, because, you know, with quarantine, it's very hard to, to do anything. But um, we appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. And well, thank you for staying with thank me. Thank you for having me in your podcast. You're welcome. Hey guys, please don't forget the Archery and Rawls Run, supported by the ALS of Quebec. It will take place this summer on Sunday, the 27th of June, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Run a 3K up to a 10K, your choice. Please share this wonderful event with all of your friends or as many people as possible to support the run, or you can just donate. Check out the link in my podcast. Peace. I feel the love. I receive it and I'm giving it right back to you guys. Thank you.